0: FOREVER! DOG!
1: Hey, gentle listeners, it's Andrew, and welcome to another episode of Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod. Now, I know what you're thinking, everybody. Someone's missing. Let's all freak out. And I just want to calm you down and say that Anna is fine. She is not locked in a chest in her attic while playing hide and seek on her wedding night. I have checked. She will be back. But for the next few episodes, I'm very thrilled to say that we have a special guest host, a deep friend of the pod. And an absolute fan favorite, you know her from her work on The Tonight Show and Story Pirates. It's Rachel Winitsky. Ooh. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Wait, no! This is a ghost. I'm sorry, I've invited Ooh. the wrong. Oh God!
0: <laughs> oh, oh my God! Sorry, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, Rachel. Welcome back.
0: Thank you so much. It's so good to be here.
1: Every You've been on two times before. Every time you're on, we get multiple fan – I mean, I was going to say fan mail. That's not true. We get fan DMs. <laughs> Letters. Yeah. <laughs> we get fan DMs that are like, Rachel is one of my very favorites. Um, wow. So what a thrill to have you back once again.
0: Thank you so much. You know, I have had great success guesting on people's podcasts, and I think it's because people love to hear me and not see me. <laughs> They say we prefer to not see her. Please right. have her on again so that we can continue to not see her face.
1: You're often referred to as the poltergeist of the entertainment industry for that very reason.
0: Yes, it's been yeah. so hard to get work. They're like, <laughs> yes, "What you gonna do? Come to our set and make our make our props swirl around."
1: <laughs> oh man, I see, and the answer is yes, mm-hmm. and that's it's what I would want. Um, so Rachel, just to catch you up to speed, this whole summer, Anna and I have been doing this special series of listener campfire tales. Uh, so gentle listeners have been sending us in spooky, creepy things that have happened to them. Sometimes they're supernatural, sometimes they are not, but they're all creepy. Amazing. And, uh, it's another one of those episodes, everybody. I'm also just realizing, I think this might be our 200th episode, so...
0: (gasps) Oh, my God. Okay, well, then it's good that Anna's not here and that I'm I know, here in her I place.
1: Know. She hates She hates the number 200. She hates milestones. Yeah, she was like, Bicentennial? I think not. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special – in-studio music session from legendary Mdu Mokhtar. You're not gonna wanna miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, (laughs) charging it up and listening through your app. So I'm not going to read the subject line of this email because it does contain spoilers. Uh-oh. Um, but here we go. Hi, Anna and Andrew, Ladybird, SOs of the pod, et al. I started writing this story to you, honestly, I don't know how long ago at this point, but I do know that on some not-so-distant episode past, you all were talking about trips with ants slash ants on pilgrimages, sidebar. Rachel, we, we discussed that Going on a pilgrimage, whether it's like religious or like to get a great strawberry lemonade, is very much ant activity. You know what I mean? Uh, hmm Yeah.
0: Absolutely. To see a Broadway show, for example. Exactly.
1: That's yeah. exactly it. Uh, anyway. And I realized I had my own spooky ant story with a twist that fits, I think, very nicely in this genre. As we've had a lovely summer full of listener tales, I finally jotted mine down for you all. May it generate many spine tingles and laughs. When I was about 14 years old, my two aunts invited me to spend the summer with them in Venezuela. They're my fun, childless, all caps, gay, sorry, not sorry to all the haters, aunts.
0: (laughs) I'm already laughing.
1: I love it. Um, With cool jobs and devil-may-care attitudes. So I was very excited for the opportunity to hang out with them for an extended period of time. Over the two months I was with them, they put me in art classes, showed me the sights, took me to my first political march, tried to encourage me to get a tattoo and drink pina coladas on the beach, etc. I still don't know if these last suggestions were to test my resistance to peer pressure, to heckle me, no idea what the game plan was, or if they would have actually let me follow through with those things, but I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was as incredible as it sounds, brag, until one night. I was sleeping on the pullout couch in their living room when I was awoken by the sound of rustling and bustling. groggily I sat up to see what was going on and sort of vaguely registered my aunts heading out of the apartment with suitcases. It must have been at least 3 a.m. So rather than to find out what was going on, I laid my dumb teenage head back down and fell immediately back to sleep. In the morning, though, I found myself to be alone in their apartment. No biggie, maybe they were at work. The day went on, and a friend of theirs dropped by with a brunch uh, with a bunch of groceries. With a bunch of groceries, I like that as the a bunch of, of groceries. groceries. Yeah. <laughs> I hardly spoke any Spanish at all at this point, but I did manage to thank her, and she left. <laughs> In parentheses, <laughs> a woman you can't communicate with showing up with groceries and leaving again—that's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Evening came, and my aunts still weren't home. I made myself some dinner with the groceries and eventually went to bed. The next day, I woke up still alone, not knowing what to do with myself at this point. I just sort of puttered around the apartment, thumbed through their books, watched the Jerry Lee Lewis biopic, Great Balls of Fire, scary in a different (laughs) way, on TV somehow with no clue of what to do, if I should call someone to report my aunt's missing or what. I spent another night and day alone. What? Trapped indoors. They didn't leave me any keys to get either out of or back in their building with, not knowing why or to where my aunts had disappeared in the middle of the night. On the third night, just as the seriousness of my situation was beginning to sink into my teenage brain, my aunts burst through the doors, laughing and chatting, suitcases in hand. They asked who I was with no acknowledgement that they had just left their 14-year-old niece by herself for a total of three days and two nights with no word or warning or explanation. When I asked where the hell they had been this whole time, they looked at me like I had no chill and simply opened up their suitcases, still laughing and chatting away as if nothing was amiss to show me... The sizable merch haul they had gotten from the Madonna concert they had just flown to Florida to see. Finn. <laughs> so that's my spooky aunt vacation slash aunt on a pilgrimage story I've been meaning to send you all. I sincerely hope you enjoyed it. And thank you bunches for being such good, funny company over the last two years. Stay safe and spooky, Laura.
0: Oh, oh. my God. That was an M night. Shyamalan that, twist of a story. I
1: mean, th- this was more surprising than than a beach that makes you old.
0: Oh, my God. I was hardly surprised during that film. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it said it on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> this is – Laura, this is why – okay. Rachel, what are some questions that you have after listening
0: to Oh, this my story? God. So many. I mean, I would have – first of all, like – to go three days—the yes. fact that it took that long for the seriousness of the situation to set yeah, in—is actually quite impressive. I feel I, like at fourteen, if I was alone for like two hours, I'd be like, "Everyone I know has died."
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Also, everything is so dramatic when you're fourteen. Yes. Wow.
0: Oh my god! I, mean, I like. I want to follow up. Like, I assume more information. Like. Yeah, I, do they talk about this now? Like it wasn't that funny, or did 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 a parent get upset about this? I have a yeah, lot of
1: questions. I guess my so I guess the big one is for me: like, was there a groggy conversation in the middle of the night that Laura maybe doesn't remember? Mm, mm-hmm. But even still, I feel like that's a conversation you as a fourteen-year-old would probably have had with your parents or the aunts. absolutely right three days two nights that's a whole vacation
0: and like why did they have why did they have you over on a week where they were leaving yes
1: i mean that and again it sounds like they made arrangements for a friend to drop by with groceries yeah and and there was this tacit understanding by not leaving laura keys that she should not leave the building at all
0: Right. But, I wonder what the friend was saying in Spanish
1: I when know. she dropped
0: off groceries. She was probably like, "Oh, so fun that your aunt's are at a Madonna concert. Like, <laughs> hope you're having fun without them." Uh, they said they're having a good time and that they'll be back soon.
1: <laughs> yes, I know. That's that is so. I guess like this fits into a genre of spooky story that I really love, which is uh, going to stay with a relative over the summer.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. um,
1: which I feel like maybe like a quarter of all Goosebumps books are about. Um, did yeah. You, did you have a relative that you would go and stay with, Rachel?
0: Sort of. I feel like my family wasn't like that into overnight visits. Sure. Like we, we spent a lot of time going to my aunt and uncle's house, but like I can't even recall if I ever spent the night and like I sometimes would spend the night at my grandparents, but it wasn't like I feel like I was I I feel like I was deprived of like you're going to stay with your with your old aunt in the woods like
1: yeah I feel like you would have thrived
0: I would have really thrived I mean I would have found Narnia for sure like <laughs> I would have been opening up every uh, wardrobe in the house Did you go stay with people like family
1: I did pretty consistently Who. I, I- So I have a ton of aunts and uncles. And so there were like a couple things where um, when in my dad's side of the family, when like a kid turned 11, they would be sent alone on an airplane (gasps) to go stay with an aunt and uncle.
0: Oh my God. That's amazing.
1: Um,
0: So you flew alone when you were 11?
1: Yeah, but it was was pre-9-11. So like my parents like walked me on the plane and like sat with me until the plane took off. (laughs) And then like my uncle came on the plane and took me off. Um also the big gag of that trip was <laughs> I helped a I helped a flight attendant who dropped a bunch of cups and she upgraded me to first class. <gasps>
0: That's so cute. And I was
1: like, well, this is, I mean, now that I've tasted blood, I'm not going back. You oh know? my
0: God. Yeah. How did uh, you ever go back to Flying coach?
1: I mean the flight back was was a trial.
0: <laughs> oh my God, I'm sure. You were like, where's my shrimp cup <laughs> dude?
1: But so so I went to go stay with my Uncle John and Aunt Linda, um, and my cousin Meredith, who was like a teenager at the time, my cousin Billy was a teenager at the time. Like they 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 really did some like yeoman's work in like showing like penguiny eleven year old me around. Um, <laughs> but we went to Michigan. We went to a theme park called Cedar Point. Wow. Um, but also the big the big like twist of that week was that um, in in that household they could watch like scary movies that were rated R. And Ooh. That was not the case at my home. But I didn't I didn't ever say that that was like something I was a little new to.
0: Right. You were so, like, oh, I do this literally all the time. Uh, like, yeah.
1: And, and oh, they were this like,
0: movie? I've already seen it.
1: Yeah. They were like, you're not, you, you'll you be okay to watch this right now. It's like, <laughs> absolutely. When did I you remember, watch? Um, okay. I, I think we watched on VHS Alien uh, Resurrection. Okay. And were um, you scared? I was, vi- well, the thing is, weirdly, that is one, that was the first R movie I ever saw, and I saw it in theaters. And so that one, I was like, this is completely fine. But then we watched the faculty and I was, my world was rocked.
0: That oh scared
1: God. the pants off of me.
0: Wow. Highs and lows on this trip. You yeah. went from
1: first class to being terrified. Yes. And well, and actually my, the other like relative I would go and stay with, and this is, it's just a, a you character, Rachel, where I would stay <laughs> with my grandma and she had a pretty busy social calendar. And mm-hmm. um, before my friends would get out of school, she arranged for her best friend, uh, a woman named Katrina Sibley Park Fogarty what? to come by. Sibley
0: yeah. Park?
1: Katri- she had been married multiple times. It was okay. Katrina. And she kept all the names. Yeah, she sure did. Katrina Sibley was, I think, her maiden name. Park was her first husband. Fogarty was her second husband. Katrina wow. Sibley Park Fogarty. And she taught me um, like etiquette classes. Hmm. And she was like, she had like, like ruby red lipstick on. She like had this old kind of new England accent. And um, she was the one who was like every young man and young woman needs to have a party trick, a trick (laughs) they do at parties. And she said, she, I, I forget if I've said this in the podcast before, but my party trick that she gave to me was she was like, you'll be able to recite all the presidents in order. And I was like, that does not sound fun. And,
0: can you imagine? <laughs>
1: yeah. Can you imagine at a party, me being like, everyone, please turn the music off.
0: <laughs> oh, are we all grinding? <laughs> turn the music off. I have a pronouncement.
1: <laughs> um, and then, the, so the wildest part about it was, she was like, remembering the presidents is as easy as a rhyme. And then she would say this. When a jolly man meets a jolly vagabond, he talks politics to forego playing bridge. And then she'd be like, and that takes you up to Buchanan, and you know all the rest from there. <laughs> Which was then like- you're on your own. Right. I was like, after Buchanan is where you're, is where you're cutting it off?
0: Oh, my um, God. There has I, to be more to that rhyme.
1: There must be, but that's all she told me. Um, and do you I remember
0: d- the president? Can you do all the presidents? Oh,
1: gosh, this is probably the most boring thing to listen to, but uh, you know, it's actually if not you want exactly to if you want to fast amazing. forward it, you can everybody. But I believe it's when Washington, A. Adams, Jolly Jefferson, Man, Madison meets Monroe, A. Adams, Jolly Jackson, Vagabond Van Buren, He, Harrison talks Taylor. Politics, Pierce, two Tyler, forgo Fillmore, playing. I don't know. Is there two? Are there two Pierce's? Are there two Polks? What did I do? Polks, and then Bridge Buchanan. So I, th- I think I've switched some Taylors and Tyler's, maybe. But that's off. I, if, I, if I could take one look, yeah.
0: There are always a few presidents when I'm looking at a list where I'm like, who? Yes,
1: <laughs> Millard Fillmore.
0: What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, it's always it, – and it always surprises me. And so I forgive you for getting a few of them confused. Aww. I thought that was tremendous. This party just got started.
1: <laughs> I like to move it, move it.
0: <laughs> Put the music back on, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the party just got awesome. <laughs> Andrew did the president. Oh, you just missed it. Andrew did the president. Oh,
1: my God. We're we're just going to go home if we miss the presidents. We brought a banana bread, but <laughs> – Now, so like in this, again, in this genre of like family related scary things, were there any like, did you do like family reunions or anything?
0: No, I feel like I'm, I feel like my family is so boring. We like, I have, (laughs) (laughs) I have like a pretty small family. Like I have one uncle on my dad's side who doesn't have kids and I have two uncles on my mom's side and they have kids, but like. We we used to do something called Frederick's Day, which oh. was – my mom's maiden name is Frederick, and we used to have a get-together with the Fredericks, and it was called Frederick's Day.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: And I think I sort of assumed that, like, every family had a Frederick's Day. Like, I think I thought it was a real, like, institutionalized thing, <laughs> Frederick's Day. <laughs> like, wasn't really connecting it to, like – the name frederick (laughs) that my family also had (laughs) and i was like you know when you go to frederick's day um and i guess like you know it was like the one day where i would play with like the cousins that i never saw because my first cousins are all like 13 years older than me so oh yeah i was always like a baby but that's when we'd be like oh right we have like third cousins that are our age. We'd have like the best day of our lives and then not see them again for a year.
1: Yeah. That is interesting. It's like cousins, the fleeting nature of, of second or third cousins Mm. is as a kid, it's like intoxicating, but very mysterious.
0: Yeah. You're like, how does this work? And like, and you're like, these are my, this is my family, but also it's like a friend I just made. I've just never, like, and my my parents weren't close to their first cousins, so, like, I didn't really get to know their kids that well. Like, it mm-hmm. wasn't I, – I think it would have been fun to grow up in a big, close family. My immediately my immediate family is very close, but yes. they're uh, – I don't know. And nothing spooky ever happened,
1: which is That's stupid. That's good. No, but I, I think ultimately you aim for a low spooky quotient with family get-togethers as I don't best you know. Can.
0: Like, I always – I I would love a little bit more spooky stuff to have happened in my youth, but just like everyone insisted on not being haunted.
1: <laughs> now, so you currently are an aunt, you and your husband, David.
0: It's true. We're both, we're both. You're both an aunts. <laughs> we together are an aunt, which is beautiful. I yeah. Can... It's so, it, it, that's actually true. I don't really, I I am an aunt, but I often forget that I'm an aunt because mm. it just seems so unlike me to be an aunt. Yes.
1: I'm too young. My skin's it's too not long. in my
0: nature. Yeah. I'm only in my 30s.
1: <laughs> it's not in my nature. I'm only in my 30s is a very good, <laughs> very good reason to not do anything.
0: It's true. Also, like your, your brothers have kids. Like my mm. sister doesn't have children. My niece and nephews are – on David's side so like right I don't have blood uh, niece nephews yet (laughs) and when I finally do
1: my blood nephew
0: (laughs) when I finally harvest the blood from my blood nephew (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Only then will the family prophecy come true.
1: <laughs> then things will be spooky all the time at Frederick's Day.
0: <laughs> Finally, Frederick's Day will be mine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, it is it that is a a, a whole new experience. Because um, yeah, I have I have nine nieces and nephews all in all.
0: Yeah, you are like such an uncle.
1: Yeah, and I have been for so long. I mean, yes. it's like I've been an I'm i I've, I've I'm approaching the time where I will have been an uncle longer than I wasn't an uncle.
0: <gasps> How old were you when you became an uncle?
1: I was 18 when I first became an uncle.
0: <laughs> Young uncle. Young you should uncle. write a show called Young Uncle. <laughs> I
1: know. It begs the question what was the show Uncle? <laughs> You know that like <laughs> operates as though everyone. It's young
0: Sheldon, I was picturing young Pope, like
1: oh, yeah. he's a
0: young, sexy uncle. I love Surpri- that. It's surprising that this man's an uncle.
1: <laughs> Believe it or not, even yeah. though
0: he's young and hot, his brother <laughs> had a
1: baby. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and, and now like we are, Chris and I are in the position where it is, a it is approaching that time when probably nieces and nephews will come to visit in that 11 year old, you know, area.
0: Oh yeah. Will they fly out to you? Do you think?
1: I think so. I mean, I think that would, I think that would ultimately be the plan. Um, and I think the goal is like, like my aunt and uncle did a, all of my aunts and uncles when I would go to visit did a really great job. My grandparents did a really great job, but it is a lot of pressure. I, I, I feel quite confident due to, like, the extremity of Chris's um, plant care instructions (laughs) Uh that he will be very good at keeping an eye out for the safety of kids. Yeah. I I will as well. He would know when to water a kid. Yes. You water a kid (laughs) once a week.
0: Once a week. (laughs) Check to make sure the kid is dry.
1: Yes. Put poison in the kid's bed so that no bugs (laughs) eat the kid.
0: (laughs) This kid has gnats. (laughs) I
1: know. This kid's an outdoor kid now. (laughs)
0: I actually do like, I love the idea of like a kid coming to visit. Mm. I think mostly because I want the kid to think I'm like really interesting. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Like I definitely, you know, I did once or twice. I have, so one of my cousins is 13 years older than me and she lived in New York, Mm. like in the city. So she was probably like in her early 20s and I was, you know, 11 or 12 and got to go into the city to like spend a weekend with her.
1: Oh, that's very and cool. And it
0: was like literally everything she and her friends did was cool to me. Like mm. I was like, they live in an apartment. They're so cool. Like <laughs> they walk down the stairs to their street. Like that's cool. <laughs> They're going to a restaurant. Like everything was so exciting because I wanted to live in New York so badly. Yeah. Um, And I think like that was very formative. She has three kids now, that are like in you know middle school and and I definitely have tried. They're like my what is it? First cousin once removed, I think. I think so. I I always forget
1: how that works, but I think that's like
0: extremely random. But I, but I always feel like it's weird to describe them as my cousins because they are children. But uh, I have asked them if they would want to come visit me especially when i lived in new york and they were like no
1: <laughs> what
0: they didn't want to come i don't know like the oldest was completely disinterested like i was like i was like it'd be fun to come visit me sometime like have a new york city weekend and he was like no thank you i'm good and then what? i think i offered the younger one and he was like eh.
1: <laughs> that is so strange to me
0: I know. I think it maybe is because they're like boys and they play hockey and stuff. And they're like, what are we going to do at your house? Like, mm. watch Sabrina but on like Netflix?
1: You, you like work in entertainment. You know, like, I, I, I know. feel like there would be such an appeal.
0: I know. I know. Wow. I work on a, I work on a kid's show. They don't even yes. care about that.
1: <laughs> oh, my. Well, see, that's on them.
0: That's on them.
1: <laughs> that's on them. Um, it just wh- sounds
0: so fun to like bring a kid to your house and be like, look at the cool stuff I get to do because I'm a grown-up and then <laughs> <laughs> shove it in their faces.
1: The idea of hosting an or nephew just to be like, mm, you, can't, you can't make any decisions about your life. I can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm eating candy for dinner.
1: <laughs> oh, I feel sick. Um,
0: <laughs> I feel sick. Oh, I feel sick. <laughs> I shouldn't have made you watch me eat candy.
1: Yeah, call my mom. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's like, Something that I – when I would go stay with relatives, like like it sounds like Laura's aunts are objectively cool. Uh, oh, yeah. You know? They seem awesome. Um, also like going to another country, like that's so interesting. and Like being immersed in another culture is super interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean like I think for me, to, for whatever reason, the thing that like blew my mind the most when I went to go stay with Uncle John and Linda was like they used a different taco sauce than my family did. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my!" and they and they used um like crunchy tacos, and I was like, "This is, we are, you know, we're beyond Thunderdome now." Like culture th- shock. Yes, exactly. It um, all had
0: to do with tacos.
1: It really was centered on tacos. I mean, the rest, you know, we it was a pretty similar upbringing, but wow. Taco night really threw me through a loop. But then I remember I remember leaving being like, I've had crunchy tacos, I've had a different taco sauce. I can do anything. <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> just throw whatever at me, world. Yeah. I've had a diverse I've, had, taco I've shell experience. Experienced
1: it all, yeah.
0: <laughs> I my whole family obviously does not live in another country. And so there is no like language immersion, but they all are extremely Philadelphia and mm. have like full on mayor of East town, <laughs> Philadelphia accents. And so I do feel like there would, if you were to visit them now or as a child, there would have at least been like a really fun accent immersion. Happening. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> I I do love that. Yeah. That was uh, that in this case, visiting Michigan, like Pete calling soda pap. I was oh, like,
0: Ooh, where are we? Yeah, the, again, the 1950s.
1: This is all new to me. Yeah, <laughs> the 1950s. Um, What's this
0: crunchy taco shell? <laughs> that's all I ate growing up. I didn't know that there were soft taco shells <laughs> until like I was 25.
1: I thought soft taco. Like to me, to me, st- the, the idea of a crunchy taco shell was like that's something you you go to the mall 30 minutes away to the Taco Bell there and they can give you a crunchy taco. I didn't yeah. know that was possible. That, I you mean, that would have be, one at home. Yeah, that would be like if if like if I was at home and my mom was like like Do you want a McGriddle? Like <laughs> I would just be like, What? We can do that here.
0: <laughs> yeah, we always cause like they came in a box and we would eat them and put like ground beef in the hard taco shell, yeah. and then it took me a shockingly long time to realize that most tacos came in
1: a <laughs> soft do. tortilla. And I still do and I I really do feel I am firmly in the soft tortilla camp. Absolutely. Um, and but, I But look,
0: look, I'll do a crunch wrap supreme. Yes, I mean, <laughs>
1: yeah. I need I need the blanket of tortilla to help me keep everything in place. I have never eaten a crunchy taco in which it did not it, like full on Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade if, like <laughs> disintegrate in my hands.
0: Oh yeah. You take one bite and it all comes apart. It like just yes, c- like a glass floor.
1: And then, exactly. And that might be my lack of experience with crunchy tacos as a kid, you know?
0: Ah, uh, don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> I think it would happen to anyone.
1: <laughs> oh, Rachel, thank you so much for your, for your gentleness and generosity. And Laura, thank you so much for sending in this very funny and a very tense and frightening story as I'm sure it would be experienced by you. Wow.
0: Yeah. Truly incredible. And please, uh, you know, I'm, I would like to hear a follow up. <laughs>
1: I know. We just want to make sure everything's okay. Yeah. Um, Rachel, thank you again for, for joining us on this journey.
0: You are so welcome.
1: Um, and, uh, and everybody else get out forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Chris Ryan. Cover art by Bats Langley. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at forever team to keep up with all the latest forever dog news.